0: We might do it, we might not. We don't know. But we're recording, so we probably should. Hi, guys. All right, then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our very first snack-size episode. I'll push the button if I can find it. Yay! We're bringing these to you every Monday. No, I lied. Monday mornings at our discretion. Yes. It's the first one, so we don't really know what we're doing with it. Um... But Laura, why don't you tell everybody what these little snack, Snicker Snacker snack size episodes
0: are going to be about? <clears throat> just anything that we find interesting, weird, uh, unexplainable phenomena, stuff from history. Um, There's so many good stories out there about, especially history. I love all the just the oh, weird yeah. as true <laughs> shit that's actually happened. Yeah, um, for sure. And true that, you know, we don't cover in the show because it's not. Um, paranormal in nature, but they're still just fun stories to tell and something interesting to hear about. So Yeah, and we, we love we weird. These out there. Yeah, mm.
1: we love weird, so we're bringing them to you. Laura's going to kick off this series with her weird story. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's coming to you Monday mornings, uh, but we are recording this on a Friday night, so I'm knocking Ooh. one back. Um, <laughs> depending on the weekend I had, I might be drinking wine on a Monday mm-hmm. morning, but Don't tell. Don't don't (laughs) tell anybody. Um, It's a secret. It's a secret. (laughs) Uh, Un secreto. Um, (laughs) Sorry, we were just in Miami. Uh, (laughs) If you watch this past yeah, if you watch this past weekend's episode, you know what I'm talking about. Um, All right, Laura, let's just dive right in and uh, tell me your weird story. I'm excited for this.
0: Okay, so my weird story um, comes from the annals of history. <laughs> okay. Those are the, <laughs> it where is. the best history is kept in the annals. <laughs> I mean, where else are you going to find the good stuff? Um, don't be afraid. <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> is All there right, a safe so... word? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to talk about the Great Whiskey Fire of Dublin That occurred in 1875.
1: This doesn't sound like a great story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Dublin whiskey, what could go wrong? Fire?
1: Fire? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Now I'm nervous.
0: (laughs) Right. So uh, my sources are rareirishstuff.com and irishtimes.com.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Weirdirishannals.com. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look that up. At least don't use your work computer. Don't do do it. Don't look that up on your work computer. (laughs) All right, go. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not
0: saying I did it, but. um, (laughs) You missed one letter and it's (laughs) downhill from there. All right. So the Great Whiskey Fire of 1875 um, was when 5,000 barrels of whiskey ignited and flowed through the streets of central Dublin, killing 13 people on Friday, June 18th. They ignited so they were like on fire through the streets? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yes. So however... Not one person died from burns or smoke inhalation, but instead the cause of death was alcohol poisoning from (laughs) drinking contaminated whiskey from the dirty Dublin streets. Gross.
1: so it might happen to me. Right? It might be happening to you right now. (laughs) It might be. I should Where's take i a... I'm uh, very upset. <laughs> I should probably have a swig.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I almost died from flaming Dr. Pepper's when I was in my twenties, so I can understand when a thousand percent like to drink shit that's on fire. Right? Kind of God, fun. humans are <laughs> fucking dumb, man. We're so, We're so stupid. stupid. <laughs> and it hasn't changed in 150 years <laughs> since the story happened. Not at all. No, no. there's somebody on, uh, you know, on a college street somewhere right now putting a drink up to their face. That yep.
1: Was fire. Lost their uh, eyebrows recently.
0: <laughs> 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 when you see the chicks with the white of their eyelashes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened.
0: You know what's up. Oh my God. Um, okay. So sorry. the whiskey that burned in Dublin city during the blaze, um, would have a value today of over 6 million euros. That's how much there was. Good God. So the fire began at Malone's malt house and storehouse on chamber street, uh, where the 5,000 barrels of whiskey and other spirits were being stored. Okay. Um, the fire spread rapidly. As flames reached the wooden casks holding the liquor, they burst open, sending a burning river of whiskey oh flowing through the streets like lava.
1: Like oh The blazing...
0: Oh the best kind of lava! <laughs> right? I'm gonna jump right in that. <laughs> it's party lava. <laughs> the blazing booze caught fire to everything it touched, spreading flames so quickly, um, it was impossible to do anything but run. Um, or in some cases, and try to capture the precious liquid before it went to waste. <laughs> in this poor part of 19th century Dublin, it wasn't uncommon to have farm animals living either inside or outside um, of the tenements. Sure. So as a result, panic ridden animals were also running through the streets and just oh, added God. to the mayhem. Of oh the, my God. You know, Yes. A, of a whiskey running along with them. Oh my God! So, <laughs> Those poor little the, pigs. <laughs> right. Eventually, the Dublin Fire Brigade arrived under the leadership of Captain James Robert Ingram, who had been a fire officer in New York, and oh. um, and he was um, known for his unconventional strategies to control fires. Okay. So on one occasion, he had ordered his men to resist putting out a fire on a blazing ship in Dublin higher and asked the Navy to sink it instead. So he knew that to pour water on the fire would be, you know, disaster. Okay. And it would, you know, float on top, like with the petrol and spread fire throughout the city. So he's like, sure. He's okay. Kind of progressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows what's happening. Okay. So, um, he did not, um, spray water onto the whiskey fire instead he sent soldiers and ordered them to pull up paving stones and pour a mixture of sand and gravel on the whiskey. But he soon uh, realized that wouldn't be enough as the whiskey started to seep through the sand. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and another pro- another problem is horse manure. Heaps of it lay in depots around the city. Um, well, actually, he ordered that they use that um, and shovel it back onto the streets from where it had come to form dams. <laughs> As the burning whiskey meant the damp manure, it was soaked up, and the fire slowly began to subside. So they basically lined the streets with shit to keep it from reaching houses and stuff. I'm sorry, but I am picturing... You know
1: that movie Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones? (laughs) Where a volcano erupts in LA and they use K-rails to dam up? That's kind of what I'm picturing... Sorry. Like, I'm picturing this guy, Ingram, as Tommy Lee Jones, basically...
0: (laughs) All right, so he looked like that, Tommy... I think that's probably fitting. Yeah, okay, he so, looked like Tommy Lee Jones. Go on. Right. So, although <laughs> they contained it, the flaming deluge seemed certain to hit both the Combe Maternity Hospital and the Carmelite Convent on Ormond Street until a kind wind turned the tide away, which the delighted nuns reportedly offered up thanks for a miracle. So, okay. while considerable structural damage had occurred, miraculously, not one person died in the flames or from the smoke. Um but alcohol poisoning <laughs> but did have victims <laughs> right god as the city bird crowds gathered around the edges of the flaming booze river and attempted to capture free drinks and pots pans hats and boots <laughs> <laughs> the illustrated london times noted that crowds of people assembled and took off their hats and boots to collect the whiskey which ran in streams along the streets oh my Four god Four persons have died in the hospital from the effects of drinking the whiskey which was burning hot as it flowed. Two corn porters named Healy and Minulty were found in a lane off Cork Street, lying insensible with their boots off, which they had evidently used to collect the liquor. Oh my God. There are many other persons in the hospital who are suffering from the same cause. Two boys are reported to be dying and it is feared that other deaths will follow. So one of the deceased was a man named William Smith. So on that day, William met his neighbor John McCrean at the corner of Bow Street in Dublin's North Inner City, um, and word had spread that there was a huge fire, um, and they decided to go across the city to take a look because that's what you do. Sure, in the 1800s. I mean, that's-, that's what you and I would do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go check it out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: bring your boots. Oh, <laughs> So Mr. McGreen <laughs> described how William drank from the flow near the comb, scooping it up with his cupped hands. He drank a great deal. What I drank was out of a jug. Nearly everybody was drinking it. My God. So William suddenly fell down and became insensible. Two men um, helped him to bring uh, William part of the way home as far as Meath Street. We then met some other men, neighbors who helped to bring him the rest of the way. Oh my god. William arrived home shortly after midnight and was brought to the hospital the next morning in a state of profound coma. He improved slightly under treatment, even regaining consciousness at one point, but he died on Sunday night as a result of the alcohol poisoning. However, no. <laughs> the damage to the Liberties was extensive. Um of the five thousand barrels of liquor, sixty-one were recovered oh my god missing under suspicious circumstances (laughs) three casts were rolled into the comb and the result was that six men were arrested in a beastly state of intoxication (laughs) several more being conveyed to hospital who've been there (laughs) i've been in those beastly states (laughs) (laughs) that's like a perfect description of many a night (laughs) god beastly state of intoxication good lord um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so tightly packed tenement buildings and, um Mill Street, RD Street, Chamber Street, and Cork Street were destroyed, um, along with businesses and displacing many families. So members of the fire brigade were deployed to prevent people trying to re-enter the places uh, sure. to seek shelter. Yeah. Um, there was also a story of a of a something else that happened. This one's kind of sad. You ready? Okay. Um, we were talking about the animals earlier. So, a, a number of pigs were destroyed, while the Irish Times also reported a case of canine suicide. What? In the aftermath of the fire. So, on Tuesday night, a dog ran through the open door of the home of William Iyer on Dominic Street. The animal was foaming at the mouth and evidently either rabid or suffering from delirium tremens. So, at, at the hands of the laptop whiskey. <laughs> so... Oh, my God. Yeah. So he was hung over. Yeah, he was like in just a crazy state. Oh, my so God. The dog dashed madly about the house, knocking over furniture and attacking the homeowner. Um, when Mr. Iyer fended the dog off using an iron bar, the animal ran upstairs, jumped from a top floor window and, quote, terminated its existence in the road below. And, quote. Oh, my God. Right.
1: It's just crazy
0: oh that's my god a, that's a, like all the stuff that happened is just like if you can imagine it i'm just this like, is so such surprising. a good weird <laughs> story laura it's oh so my weird. god so um at a meeting in the mansion house the following monday lord mayor peter paul and mary sweeney mm-hmm, oh. exactly <laughs> said it was amazing that the death toll wasn't higher Kind of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. The time given for escape in some places during the progress of the fire was so short. I was apprehensive that some people should be left in danger in the garrets and cellars of the district. But on inquiry, I was happy to learn that no life was lost during the Great Conflagration. The unhappy overdose deaths would probably have happened, quote, in any city where there was a tendency to indulge immoderately in drink, he said. Here's the Dublin. In the present case, the unfortunate victims apparently could not restrain themselves, as I understand, from the burning fluid. Oh, so my God. Fire, yeah. So the fire proved to be one of the most destructive in the history of Dublin. Jesus um, Christ. Right? The mayor I, set up a fire. I fund. can't get over the story. <laughs> <laughs> and several hundred pounds was raised to help those who had lost their homes and furniture. Um Eight men were carried in a comatose state to Meath Hospital, 12 to Jervis Street Hospital, three to Stevens Hospital, and one young man to Marcer's Hospital. Wow. Um, 13 people died. None of the deceased, like I said, you know, died from the the actual fire. Or being trampled Um, or... Yeah. yeah. No, it was all from alcohol poisoning. (laughs) Fucking A, man. The fucking lava whiskey. That's so crazy. So, tales of the infamous Great Whiskey Fire are still alive today. In 2014, a new blend of craft whiskey was launched called Flaming Pig. <laughs> after the squeals of fleeing pigs said to have first alerted residents to the fire.
1: We've got to find it. We've got to buy it. This has to happen. Flaming sure. Pig.
0: Wow. Yep. So that's the story of the great whiskey fire of Dublin. Great job. I so think twice love it. Before you, you know, fill up your boot full of flaming whiskey.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, booze boots. boots! It's a whole
0: new thing. Come on, Laura, <laughs> put on your booze boots. We're going out. Oh my God! Well, I know in sports, like people will drink out of their, you know, shoes or whatever. After it's like a thing. I know rugby, they do it. Um, nothing lucky. It doesn't sound like anything lucky yeah, came of this. So surely,
1: cool. nothing. Don't do, that. In, don't That's do that. That's gross. You know where your feet have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: yeah, it's yeah. No thanks, but yeah so that's my wow weird story from history (laughs) i
1: love it that was perfect that was a perfect story to start this series off with good job great good
0: job i hope you guys enjoyed it yes happy monday
1: yep and uh be sure to tell all of your you know friends around the water cooler about um (laughs) this insane story (laughs) It was the best. Great job, Laura. We will see you guys next time. I'm up and I have a really cool story to bring to all of you. But honestly, you know what? Laura set the bar high. Mine's not as cool as this one, but uh, it is pretty. It's it's a it's a head scratcher. All right. Anyway, bye, guys. Have a great week and we will see you soon.